News Radio 840 WHS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next half hour, folks. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. Great folks with us. Interesting questions ready for you. First, Cora Henderson from Pitt & Frank LLC joining us. We love how they do their closings. They're convenient. There are multiple locations. You can contact Pitt and & Frank and Cora at 895-9900. Also here, Brad Lawler. He's the owner of the Home Team Inspection Service. Also, Team Bug Out, which not only services Louisville, but Home Team also services Frankfurt and Lexington. And you can reach Home Team for the Bug Out portion of it or the Home Inspection, 844-411-TEAM. And I'm Bob Sokoler. I own the Sokoler team, REMAX Properties East. I host the show, but I'm also a realtor for 19 plus years. So if by chance you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I would love to help you. We've got agents to help you buy. I will come out and personally talk to you if you're thinking about selling a home. We can do it on the phone as well, or we can go ahead and just use a Zoom event like we're doing now to do our radio show because we're still in the COVID status. Uh, you can reach me anytime, 376 5483 that's a 502 area code, of course. Or go to bobsellslouisville.com. All right. We've got a very unusual question coming up uh, a little later on in the show. Should you request a paranormal investigation before buying a home? This apparently was spurred on by a question that was asked last week. And if you were following us, folks, when we started to answer this question, all of a sudden ghosts yeah. appeared on the radio. Like they were playing yeah. music and promotions and uh, Bloomberg minute over the over the radio show, which I still haven't heard back from why it's, that happened. Yeah, it's it's all because Lee giggled about it. Yeah, maybe she did. Lee Harris mm -hmm. at Limestone. But so if it happens again, you know, there really is something going on out there. This paranormal. We'll talk about that in a second. But that spurred on. I collect all these questions that we get. And some of them are more unusual. So we're going to call this a speed round for both Cora and Brad. And by the way, if you want to see a replay of this show, just jot this down. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, LouisvilleAnswers.com, and that will give you a replay of this show, both visually. And you can see how great Cora is dressed. I'm not dressed all that well, and Brad's in a, in a sport jacket. But okay, LouisvilleAnswers.com. And to see some of the reviews that we get, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. All right, here we go. Speed round. Let's start, Cora, with you. A question comes in. Can I take my favorite tree that's planted in the yard with me when I move? As long as you disclose it. Okay, so you and can. And you restore the property back yeah. to its, um, you know, probably you wouldn't want to just leave the roots hanging, in other words. You know, soften that up, maybe put a little grassy, put a little sod, kind of restore that nicely. But I suspect that if it's a fairly large tree, you're probably not going to want to take it because the cost may outweigh um, yeah. how much, you know, the reward, how much you really want to take that. But yes, yeah, so long as you disclose it up front, the contract's written to that effect, your disclosures, um, everyone knows it, it's all above board, and certainly that you restore that property, don't leave a big hole in the front yard. I think you're fine. Did I say this was a speed round? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Over to Brad. That means we go quick on the answers, but that was okay. I, I understand. Brad, can uh, uh, one of our listeners, can I attend the inspection and influence the outcome? Yes, you can uh, attend the inspection. No, you cannot influ influence the outcome. Um, possible if they give you a couple of bucks. Oh, speed round. No, 
now we have to follow specific standards of practice uh -huh. and actually the it's probably more of a detriment uh, we will hand you a flashlight and let you go look for any defects that you want to. You can report back to your your favorite home inspector, let us know what you found, and then we'll discuss whether or not it's really a defect. We do that all the time. All right. Very good. Let's go back over to court. By the way, my son Greg joining us now uh, late, but um, he's here. Um, this is indicative of other scenarios, Cora. So just take the question is, can I include my pet fish in the sale of the home? Greg, we're doing a speed round with some unusual questions. Can I include my pet fish in the sale of a home? But it lets it could be other things like a pool table or um, a Ferrari. A Ferrari, right? Actually, there is one about that. Yes, Cora, answer please. Short answer is yes. Again, as long as it's disclosed and be aware that personal property um, may require a separate addendum, uh, so that there's no argument that it has value and effect uh, financing. Got it. From a uh, seller. Can I request a second inspection if I disagree with the first one, Brad Lawler, home team inspection? Uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know if they're saying, should they hire another home inspector to do it? If you're yes. asking this, uh, I mean, that happens periodically. Um, since we follow the same standards of practice, we're probably going to end to the same point. But sometimes things are overlooked, admittedly. Uh, I'm not going to poo-poo the idea, but I don't know how many major defects you know would be found by a second inspector. But I can't say it's not a bad idea. And I want to go back to Cora's point just a yeah. minute, just a second ago about things that were left behind. We were once asked to inspect an old Triumph TR3 that was left in a garage as part of the sale. They thought the home inspector could inspect the car too. Yeah. Honest, honestly. Yeah. The word home inspector. Yes, that's yeah. kind of what we said. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and to take that one step further, one of the other questions that came in from one of our listeners, can I leave my collection of garden gnomes or do I have to take them with me? Cora, Greg. Same rules apply. Same thing. You can. It's negotiable, correct? As long correct. as it's disclosed and it's agreed to. Have you ever had any garden domes, Greg? I guess not. I mean, I was going to say, unless they're like affixed to the wall and you see them while you're yeah. viewing the home and expect them to be in the contract, we always say write everything into the contract. But yeah, I mean, if there's a hole in the wall, you patch it. If the, you got to remove the garden gnome, you got to disclosure and communication are key. Yeah, uh, insert TV as well instead of garden gnome if you, it's a mounted wall TV. Fix the holes. This one's for everybody. Can I fix issues myself? instead of disclosing them based on the inspection report. Um, I guess more core than anybody else. Sure. So it depends on how the contract's written and the repair request is accepted. Uh, a lot of agents will include language like um, work to be done, repairs to be done by a qualified contractor or a certain contractor uh, in general. It may say licensed, uh, although it may remain qualified, which doesn't necessarily mean licensed. So the short answer is yes, but it depends on what the contract says. So be careful. And the question is, am I am I qualified? I know how to change a GFCI. I can change the breaker yeah. in my uh, electrical panel, but am I qualified? Am I but, licensed? That's where, again, it goes down to be specific, communicate, don't leave anything up for interpretation because that's where you start to get into some gray areas. So if, you, if you're dealing with things of electrical manners, get somebody licensed if you're worried about it. And if you're trying to fix things, don't wait until the inspection. Go through the house yourself and if you need to put a GFCI in the kitchen, it's not that hard. You could probably Google how to do it with pretty easy uh, fix and you get the you get through, you get it done. And then when the inspector comes in, they're not going to flag you for it. So Greg, you, you signed on late, Greg. It's called speed round, just FYI. And so just incidentally <laughs> on this issue, 
uh, if you're going to have the seller fix the items themselves in the repair response, you need to say, seller will repair the items themselves personally. Something along those lines. Cora is shaking her head, which tells me I'm on the right track. We move forward. This one, I guess, uh, Brad, another one that you're going to love this. Can I ask the inspector to go easy on the property? <laughs> uh, usually we get it the other way around. Um, the buyers will often say to us, we want to know every little thing that's wrong with that. Sometimes we've had sellers meet us and say, hey, we've disclosed a lot of things, so please don't look real deeply. But again, we've got to follow a standard of practice. And I've never had a buyer say go easy. I've had listing agents that have maybe suggested that. Really? Yes, Whoa. we have. But yeah. wait, if if a seller says to the inspector, hey, I've buried a couple of things, go easy. Do you guys go even harder on it then? No. Because I, I, her... I think we're still following that same standard yeah. of practice. It's 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 still the same list. Um, but yeah, maybe we're looking a little bit more closely for things that have been hidden. But and I, I want to I, I know it's speed round, but I want to touch real quick back on the last question. If you do have something that is required by a license inspector in the repair request, you can always counter back and say, these things will be licensed, these things I don't want to, and then you negotiate. Speed round. Okay, uh, this may be the final question on this seg segment. Uh, Cora, what, this from a seller, what if I want to keep the house, I want to sell the house, but keep the mineral rights, and followed by from someone else, can I sell the house, but not the land underneath it? Cora. Yes and yes. Oh, and now, go a little further because now you've got our intro. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get permission to yes, talk. Yes, I love it. Give me the mic. Uh, yes. So <laughs> absolutely, you can reserve those mineral rights. In fact, there may be certain lending institutions or you know that may have concerns with that. But nonetheless, if that's something where like, hey, I want to be able to d dig for oil on this property, um, it could be valuable to you. So you may want to reserve certain rights and there's certain legal documents to effectuate that. And yet you still sell the real property, but you have the right to come onto the property and um, extract those lovely minerals. Um, and then you had mentioned your other point was, remind me, Bob. Well, it was both the mineral rights or keep the land underneath it. Yes, keep the land underneath of it. So in fact, a lot of ground leases, you know, are, are held that way where um, a lot of our commercial buildings will be built and owned, but they don't own the land underneath. So it's quite more common in commercial uh, more than it is in residential. But short answer, yes, always have to have your documents properly drafted in order to capture that. Very good important, important point. If it's not in writing, it doesn't exist, as we all know. All right. And the, the real last question is, what if the inspector finds something paranormal or supernatural in the house? And we're going to hold the answer to that because that's the topic for this week. Is should you have a paranormal? What does that look like? Brad actually has an answer for this, folks. As surprising as it sounds, you can buy something. So we'll we'll talk about that. That's going to come up after the break in a few minutes. Uh, if you are thinking about selling your home, we have a free no obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You want to copy? Hey, it's free. No obligation. Send me an email, bob at com. Put selling tips in the subject line, and I'll send that out to you. And we also, by the way, we have an inspection email that if you have a Wondering about what does an inspection entail? Brad has furnished that. We can send it out to you. Again, Bob, we sell Louisville.com is the email address and put inspection rundown in the anything that says inspection. Back to the questions we go, the formal questions. In this email, Bill writes that he had a problem recently with his dryer in his new house. And Brad and I actually talked about this because I did too. This actually was interesting. The part that hit, heats up uh, quit working. The repair person 
said it may be due to living or the dryer vent and not having it cleaned often enough. And so Bill is wondering how often should he clean the dryer vent and what determines what company he should do to do the best job. So Brad, how, how often? Yeah, so it's going to depend on the type of piping that you have, the vent mm. pipe, okay? So if you're using one of these these cheap, flimsy, plastic, corrugated vent pipes uh, or the metal type, frankly, I would just pull that off every year or so and replace it with another one. Um, if yeah. the, the better ones are the ones that have straight pieces of metal ductwork uh, that vents it out, those don't trap as much uh, lint. And those can probably be cleaned every, every. I don't know, I'm sure the duct cleaning companies are going to tell you every year, but I would think every couple of years. But I will tell you, if you go outside your house and your vent has a lot of lint uh, coming out of it, or the little vent door is propped open, it's time to get that that duct cleaned out because yes, those can be a fire hazard. Yes, they will uh, burn up your elements in the uh, in the dryers as well and cause a lot of maintenance costs that can be eliminated by just cleaning that uh, that pipe out or just replacing the vent if it's just the uh, corrugated stuff. And a quick line on how to find the best. Uh, dryer vent cleaner because there's a lot out there. I, yeah, I you know I prefer to use people who actually also do duct cleaning uh, mm. because oftentimes they've you know it's a, it's similar type of equipment. They have the the specialties. There's a lot of companies though that specialize in dryer vent cleaning, but make sure you know how they're going to clean it out. If they just send a fuzzy rod up through it. I don't know that you're getting everything that you need, um, but check their Google reviews. Make sure that you're dealing with someone who's reputable. And there's on Amazon, there is a vent cleaning tool you can buy, not expensive, that goes into the front where the vent trap is that goes down beneath where it is. And it will suck up using your vacuum cleaner stuff yep. that's in it. And then again, just do vent dryer vent cleaning and you'll, it'll pop up a variety of uh, things to do. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the aforementioned, should you request a paranormal investigation before buying a home? With us, Cora Henderson, who looks like she's dressed for Halloween. Uh, Pitt and Frank, LLC. They do great jobs at the closing your loan and a variety of other things. And you can reach Cora and the team over there at 895-9900. Also, Brad Lawler, who is owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. You can reach Brad and his team, who now work not only in Louisville, but uh, Frankfurt and in the uh, Lexington as well, 844-411-TEAM. My son Greg has joined us who does marketing and photography and so much more. And if you're thinking about selling your home, we would love to be able to help you. It may not be this year. It may be next year or the year after, but you may be wondering, what is the procedure? I just talked to someone on Friday. What is the procedure for selling? I said, well, that's no problem. Let's come out. Let me talk to you. I'll sit down, take as much time as I you need. It's free, no obligation, but you'll have an idea of what it's what the path is, and pricing. You can uh, reach me on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 376-5483, or go to bobsellslouisville.com. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. 
Get the team. Get home team. Pip and Frank has been serving your community for over 30 years in real estate closings and our title professionals educate the real estate industry both locally and throughout the state. Tell your loan officer and realtor to close with Pitt and Frank where we pride ourselves on being your trusted real estate closing expert. Pitt and Frank, signed, sealed and delivered at 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you, continuing to the top of the hour and continuing with us, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bug Out. You can reach him for doing home inspections or to get your, your house serviced for termites and pests and critters, 844-411-TEAM. Also here, Cora Henderson, she's one of the attorneys over at Pitt & Frank LLC. They do a great job at getting the homes closed, your home closed and you in it and you can reach Cora at 895-9900. My son Greg who does our marketing, photography and so much more is with us also Barbara Crockton. Thank you. She's uh, you've seen her on Shark Tank I hope. Uh and uh, she's also a mentor and I appreciate her endorsing us and if you're thinking about selling I would love to be able to help you anytime day or night you can call me even weekends 3765483 and or you can go to BobSellsLouisville.com and uh, fill out the form and send it in, and I'll call you as soon as possible. All right, so we had a call that um, came in, which this was, should we, we, when we're buying a home, request a paranormal investigation before buying a home? I thought this was more of a Halloween question, but there's some, this person wasn't joking, it was serious. So, but Brad, I was asking you, and you say you actually have something that might help. Yeah, so this is this is not an uncommon question, and I take it. I mean, I take the question seriously. I know people are concerned about it. The challenge is, is I honestly do not know. I'm not trained in paranormal detection, so what I have been told is that people who are interested in this are looking for EMF, okay, electromagnetic frequencies, and so you can purchase online very inexpensive EMF detectors. We have had uh, clients who have come into inspections carrying these EMFs and they are using them for um, fluorescent lights. Uh, sometimes they they give off uh, uh, those frequencies that, that bother people. Sometimes they think that it gives them headaches. Chuck Crosby, remember years ago, Bob was talking about, you know, he used to live near power lines. Yeah. And so 
Chuck had uh, a concern about EMF or the per person buying his home had come in concerned about EMF. But the detectors now are available. You know, they're about 25 bucks on Amazon. Uh, I don't know exactly how they are used for paranormal activity, but that's what I understand people. Yeah, are I just using. I just Googled Slimer does not give off any EMF. Reading. Oh, he doesn't. Oh. And from what I can tell, I'm not okay. a ghost busting expert, but I, I, I can't I'm, get the song out of my head right now. I'm not either, but that's, you know, again, I know that people have walked in with those EMFs uh, detectors just to sniff around what they're looking for. I don't know. And Bob, as you remember, I have a picture. My we, can't picture. we can't explain what it what it is. It's in that picture. So, you know, come come Halloween or if people want to see that ghostly defect. We still can't explain it, but. If you want to see it, you need to call Brad and have them yeah. inspect your home, and then <laughs> he'll bring it out. See. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and may I just point out, out of sheer plugging here, that one of my two Emmys that I won was for a series I did. I think it was with photographer David Andrews. I don't know where he is these days. Uh, on ghosts in is the right? Kentucky area, yeah, yeah legitimate reports of ghosts. So there's as much as I jest, you will not find me at Waverly. You will not see me in one yeah. of those scary places because there is a part of me that believes. <laughs> I'm supposed to go to a haunted house something this this year, so that'll be interesting. All right, we move on. I'll report back, naturally. We move on. Uh, Cora, Jimmy sent us this email. He said he's selling his home. He was slated to close at the end of this last month. But the buyers have dragged their feet on everything from the inspection timeline to financing Jimmy says in this email that he doesn't want to lose the sale by pushing the timeline agenda, but he's concerned that the buyers are flaking out. What should he do? Cora, any suggestions? Well, just like if something strange is going on in your neighborhood, you should call Brad Lawler at Home okay. Team Inspections. If Such you feel one. like something strange going on in your real estate transaction, give us a call over here at Pitt and Frank. You should absolutely uh, contact a qualified professional, uh, your preferred closing attorney or the title company that's doing your closing and talk to them about the potential risks and potential breach of contract. Because ultimately, if the seller is fearful, Jimmy is fearful here that the buyer is not going to perform under their contractual obligations and miss that closing timeline, albeit he may not want to push the envelope, so to speak, what are his options? Uh, better yet, rather than waiting until that happens, or if it happens, are there steps that we can take in advance to help prevent that from even occurring? Because we like to solve problems before they happen, if possible. So that's why I would love to be able to get out on the forefront of that, see if there's an opportunity based on the fact pattern to negotiate or establish something in writing to protect his best interest. Yep. You've really given a great tease here, Cora, but it does it scare the buyer off if an attorney gets involved and says absolutely not because i think ultimately we work quite a bit with the real estate agent so that can be handled very softly um moreover if i'm doing the closing and certainly the uh, professional that is doing the closing that's very commonplace for us to get involved with those types of questions and concerns mm. particularly because we're going to be the one that's orchestrating that closing date and time frame so it's very normal it does not set off alarm bells and there are ways just like any other topic that you can couch it, that you can bring it up um, and make it a very peaceful 
discussion. Um, and, and really, I think that that just depends on the personality of the professionals that you're dealing with. Um, so choose an attorney who is full of joy and um, wanting to capture that happiness for you in your home buying and home closing experience, um, as opposed to other types of um, personalities that may be a little bit more rough, maybe that you would want if you're in litigation, for instance, right, that bulldog approach. But right now, at this point in time, you probably don't want a bulldog. You wouldn't probably have somebody like Bruno Mars with a little finesse, right? Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. All right. So we move on. And Greg, you want to pay attention. Greg, by the way, went to uh, Disneyland or Disney World a uh, week before. Get it right, Bob. Yeah, I got it. Disney World. Uh, I lived down there for seven years. I know the area. Okay. So did you check under your bed sheets before you moved for, for everybody and the kids and everybody? For At the hotel? Yes. I mean, generally, we pull the bed sheets back, and I'm always but curious under the bed looking. itself and all that. Okay, because well, this hotel was amazing. It had uh, lifted beds that you could put your uh, suitcases uh, under. It was okay. very family friendly. So, so do cruise lines, by the way. So, the reason I'm asking is because we had an email come in from Chanel. She was in Paris for Fashion Week and brought oh, home I've heard. brought home a hitchhiker. It's a big. Thing. It's 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 really bad in Paris right now. Yep. Used to yeah. be in New York City. Right now, there is a resistant, and Brad probably knows has heard. It's resistant to treatment. Talking bed bugs, correct? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a it's resistant to any standard form of treatment uh, of debugging, and it's it's a major issue right now. So apparently, I've... the bed bug got mixed in with her luggage, hitchhiked oh, back. Yeah. So she's wondering what can she do to wait, eliminate? Wait, is she in Louisville, Kentucky? Tell her yes, to go she back is. to Paris. Nope. Tell her to go home. I think we it's too late. Want her here. Yeah. Take those bed bugs back. Yeah, maybe. How can she eliminate bed bugs biting her in the middle of the night? So, Brad, this doesn't sound yeah. really good. Yeah. No. So the the bed bug treatments can be very difficult. Uh, you, heat is the 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 easiest way to do it. So if you're coming back from a trip, just take all of your your laundry, all and your clothes, throw them in the dryer. Burn it all. Yeah, you don't need to burn. <laughs> just put it just put it in the dryer, heat it up for a while. That that'll that'll kill them off if you do have any hitchhikers because it's not uncommon. I had. I think I've told the story about, you know, the lights came on in the airplane right after I landed in Dallas and I've got a bed bug sitting on my blazer across my lap. So, you know, and that didn't come from, from my house. That was off the airplane. So, but I mean, yeah, you can, there are chemical treatments. There are little traps, you know, there's little things you can get to put around the feet, you know, of the bed to make sure they can't crawl up. But the reality is, is they're coming on the person they're getting into the bed. Then they Oof. live in all the crevices. They can live in your dressers. They can live in in headboards. But they need a host. They got it. They've got to feed on you. If if you're not there, they've got nothing to feed on. But they're attracted to your to your breath. They're attracted to the carbon dioxide that you're breathing out, right. and that's what pulls them to you. And that's why they get on you in the middle of the night. Does How long can breathe. they live without a host, Brad? Um, probably not more than, I don't know, maybe 10 days. I'm going to have to check that, but it's not a real long time. Um, so yeah, they're going to be looking for the host, but they'll hang out in the, in the crevices and all the little sewn parts of the mattress, but you can see red spots there. You know, they're relatively easy to see. If you see little marks on the mattress or on the bedding, a lot of hotels have gone to uh, a, a, bed bug free uh, type of mattress cover. So sometimes you'll see that where they can't get in. They can't, um, you know, live in it because of the, uh, the, the, the cover that's put on it. Greg, well, not, you to have freak a anybody, not to freak anybody out, but I have a friend who's in Arizona right now at a very nice hotel, Arizona, a yeah. scorpion oh. was in her bed. Yeah. Wow. And I said, Oh, Oh no, no, no. Well, all right. Well, let's check go. under the sheets always. Let's see. Yeah, check. Yeah, you know, like people are going to be checking before they go to bed tonight, and even here in Louisville. 
All right. Uh, Jennifer sent us this email, uh, Cora, asking if she can take her mailbox with her when she sells her home. Apparently, her late husband built the mailbox and she wants to have it with her. Uh, what's the rule of taking items in the house? We we actually mentioned this earlier, but in this case, the mailbox is uh, affixed to the property. Simple, easy answer for that, Cora? I would say, generally speaking, the same rule applies regarding contracting, disclosures, and communication. However, I will also qualify that with uh, checking with your HOA restrictions, and a lot of them will require certain um, specifications of the type of mailbox. So whenever putting in a replacement mailbox, make sure you're cognizant of that. In addition, I think it's always good practice to check with the USPS. So they are in charge of delivering your mail and your post office address. And so making sure you always have one up, um, again, communicate communication, disclosures, and contracting, but um, working with the appropriate authorities to make sure that there is no um, rock unturned and that everyone, everything is done on the up and up. That's a good idea. Greg, do you remember when we lived in Orlando, I built the mailbox? Maybe you were too young. No, I was going to ask if you were asking the time I ran into a mailbox. I thought, oh, you know, that's that another story. That story. That's, <laughs> he did replace that mailbox. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to go there. We are just about out of time. A reminder, if you want to hear what sellers are saying about us, you can go to louisvillesellerstalk.com. You want to read about it? You can go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. We are out of time, folks. My thanks to Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They're ranked as the number one Home Team Inspection Service. What is it, seven years in a row? We've, we've got eight. Right eight. now we're eight and three when quarters. We, when, yeah. Okay, well, well, we don't want to jinx it. No. You, you can reach, and he also owns uh, Team Bug Out for getting rid of pests. You can reach Brad and the team at 844-411-TEAM. Also, Cora Henderson, who is one of the head honchos over at Pitt and Frank LLC. They do a great job of getting your loan closed. You can pick the attorney closing attorney that you want to close your loan and Pitt and Frank is a great pick. You can reach Cora and her folks at 895-9900. My son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more is here. And again, you can reach me if you are thinking of selling. It doesn't need to be this year. It could be next year, the year beyond. Um, just to find out what the what's the path. How do you get from A to B? We do this all the time. That's what I do. You can reach me anytime to help you. It's free, no obligation. Uh, my direct sell is 502-376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. We are out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.